0: I'm Chris Michaels and this is the Last Call Podcast with the aforementioned Chris Michaels. I promised some metaphysical spooky stories, a belated Halloween on November 1st, but uh, I'll probably get into one at the end of my podcast uh, because it looks like things are ramping up and we should all be aware of these kinds of topics, specifically what's going on in the Ukraine. And with nuclear weapons the iaea nuclear weapons inspectors are over in the ukraine trying to sniff out ukrainian weapons of mass destruction now if you don't know anything about that whole story they were supposed to be a dirty bomb that the ukrainian nazis were about to use Now, what's odd about that story is the leader of the CIA was there in early October, and then in later October, oh, miraculously, we hear all these rumors about a dirty nuclear bomb that the Ukrainians are about to use. What are the odds of that? Hmm, I don't know. But there is a little blurb that came out just not so long ago. And it involves Belarus. So Belarus is on the northern border of the Ukraine and also borders Russia. The 101st Airborne Division of the United States, which plans to invade Belarus, has already arrived in Poland. And this comes from the head of the KGB of Belarus, uh, Tertel. I guess that's how you say his name. T-E-R-T-E-L. So the United States is planning on invading another country and under basically no preconditions they just intend to do it because oh they don't want russia to be able to stage any operations further west than it, further yeah further west of its own borders so does anybody care about this because here's the problem if they're releasing this kind of information that means that american lives are going to be extinguished because they already know about the operation they already know about the 101st airborne either invading by ground or air and i would suspect that they are going to be waiting for them now being that belarus is not as strong uh without Ru- or not as strong as russia being that it isn't russia that means that the united states probably is feeling its oats and will probably do something a little more drastic than what it's been doing in the Ukraine currently. But that doesn't stop the United States so far. Because all of a sudden, the United States wants to know where the weapons it's sending to the Ukraine are going. Now, you know, since February, the United States has just been sending weapons, all kinds of weapons small arms artillery uh vehicles tanks whatever it has into the ukraine and they say "Ah, don't worry about it. we trust you just use the weapons as you see fit and uh, position them wherever you'd like uh, well we find out that the united states is basically running the whole operation in the ukraine so the ukrainians aren't doing anything without authorization from the United States and the United Kingdom. Oh, that was another thing. Uh, Big deal about Liz Truss. Uh, She was the 15-minute prime minister of the United Kingdom that just had to step down. Turns out that one of her cell phones uh, had some icky messages on it. Oh! And one of those messages happens to have been, quote, It's done. Within a minute of the Nord Stream pipeline exploding. And do you know who she sent the message to? None other than Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Oh, oh, goodness. I wonder why Ms. Truss had to leave. Ugh. And which it also proves what I've said to be correct, that the United States and the United Kingdom were behind us. And the reason why Sweden doesn't want to release any of their findings on the explosion is because if they did, the United States and and the United Kingdom would go basically give Sweden a hard time. And Sweden is trying to, I believe, get into NATO more than it already has, and so, well, that's just the issue that they face, and it's not going to be pretty... So the other problem, like I've been saying, is that the United States wants to know where all of these weapons are going, because they need to make sure that they don't fall into the wrong hands. Well, really? I mean, you left tens of billions of dollars of equipment in Afghanistan for God knows who. You left... Uh, tens of billions of dollars of equipment in, oh, I don't know, the Ukraine for the first oh, eight months of this whole thing, right? So now all of a sudden we've got a conscience. Now we've got to figure out where all of these weapons went. Well, doesn't this sound familiar? Uh, well, oh, I know what we're going to do. We're going to station 6,000 troops in the Ukraine Uh, Just to make sure that everything is on the up and Oh, it sounds like Vietnam. Don't you think? Because we all know that the Russians have said time and again that if anybody steps foot in the Ukraine, they will count as a basically a terrorist or an illegal belligerent, which means they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. And that includes death on all of those people regardless of nationality regardless of status whether you are in the military or a mercenary a hessian without aggression so why do you think the united states is doing something like that especially with the rumors of a dirty bomb about to be unleashed within the ukraine it's because the united states is doing whatever it can to start a third world war with russia and i suspect That that plan also involves a false flag event, much like Pearl Harbor, much like the Gulf of Tonkin in Vietnam, in the Ukraine, and they intend to really take some people out. And so as soon as we hear about a dirty bomb then the, not NATO, the United States and a quote-unquote coalition of the willing will start bombing all kinds of targets throughout the Ukraine and possibly Russia because the Ukrainians really can't hit Russia all that much. So they need help from the UK and the United States and the quote-unquote coalition of the willing. So this is about to escalate in a very very big way I mean think about you got 6,000 troops in the Ukraine monitoring weapons and where those munitions are going and then now all of a sudden we've got these rumors about the 101st Airborne ready to invade Belarus I mean they're really trying to stage a false flag event to try to get the United States into a third world war there's nothing else to it and they're going to do whatever they can think about it if Russia attacks and they kill Americans of the, of the 101st Airborne or whatever other unit is in the Ukraine. Then the United States is going to come out there and cry foul. And how dare you do this? Well, please. The United States doesn't have a leg to stand on. And, or, better yet, uh, they invade Belarus. Could you imagine the international outcry about that one? Well, it certainly won't come from the EU, because the EU are just, you know, they're they're spineless cucks all throughout the EU that don't know what to do. They don't know how to stand up to NATO. They don't know how to break free of NATO. Uh, hello, Germany, looking at you. Hello, France, with uh, macaroni who can't do anything right. So... That is the real situation that's going on, and this also comes from Hal Turner Radio Ominous. All US military aircraft transponders are off. So, if you've got a transponder, what does that mean? It means that you can be tracked, and it's kind of semi public data, so you can find out which military planes are flying in what direction, where they're going, where they've taken off, and all that. So, if they turn off a transponder, then nobody knows where they're going. So, Hal Turner Radio, a strange thing is taking place. All U.S. military aircraft have turned off their transponders. The planes can no longer be tracked by civilian entities or via the interwebs. Even more ominous, word is coming out of several regional airports especially several near U.S. nuclear missile bases, that fighter and other military aircraft are being quietly moved to those regional airports without explanation. So what could be the point of that? Why would military planes be moving to regional airports with transponders off? I suspect, and, you know, as soon as I've read this, Hal Turner uh, uh, eventually gets to the point that I'm about to make in this article, that if they're doing that, then that means that there are essentially two possibilities. The first possibility is that the United States also, like I said before, they're going to use nuclear weapons and there's going to be some kind of retaliatory response Right? So, if they use nuclear weapons first, then where do you think the targets are going to be in retaliation for an American attack? Well, military bases. So, if you have all of your hardware at military bases and nuclear facilities, then you won't have anything to fight back with after the initial exchange. Or, does the United States know something that nobody else knows about in the general public? And that is that the United States expects to be hit by someone or something. And they are, once again, trying to remove their hardware from any targets that would more than likely be hit. So, the United States is preparing for something. Knowing how the West and the United States acts all the time... I would sooner suspect that this is going to be a kind of false flag event. And so they're staging it. They are expecting to be hit because they're going to make the initial false flag hit themselves. So this is from, uh, what do we got? What is this? Zero Hedge. Because they always mirror other sites. So this is also from AP and WAPO, Washington Post. A small number of U.S. military forces... Inside the Ukraine have recently begun doing on-site inspections to ensure that Ukrainian troops are properly accounting for Western-provided weapons. Since when? Since when? It's November. You started this crap, if you really want to get down to brass tacks, in 2014 when Barack Obama overthrew the government of the Ukraine. That's when it really started. And you still have the fat ass Victoria Nuland out there. And she is also all about, you know, this. she said, what is it, two years ago, F the EU. And so they were going to start a Ukraine war no matter what happened. So this is the kind of drug addict personality, borderline psychopathic, not border. They are psychopathic individuals running foreign policy. Really, this is this is who we should trust. A Pentagon briefing confirmed a small contingency of troops has been advised to not do inspections close to the front lines. Oh, well, it doesn't matter because Russia is hitting cities and transportation hubs that are basically on the border of Poland. So who cares if it's not close to the front lines? The Ukraine itself, in all areas of its territory, is the front line so please stop it US monitors have conducted in-person inspections for only about 10% of the 22,000 weapons sent to the Ukraine oh oh goodness oh so we need to inspect all of them everywhere don't we yes oh 6,000 troops does everybody remember uh Pearl Harbor how many troops were needed in Pearl Harbor to get, to, the, to get the United States into World War II. Oh, I don't know. Could it be uh, uh, just about 2000? So the United States is banking on something awful going on. And they hope more than anything else that this false flag event drags the world into a third world war. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, do, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think they might try something. But it's going to be such a quagmire and a mess that the United States won't have the stomach to see it through. So here's the other interesting aspect about this. I don't know if any of you have heard what's going on in Haiti lately. So what you don't know about Haiti is that it's going through a period of unrest. And what the United States media doesn't tell anybody is that, well, all of this unrest is quite troubling because the protesters and the agitators are now carrying around Russian flags in the streets. They don't want the United States anywhere near them. So what else is going on? You've got Haiti, which, if you do some digging, you find out that Haiti is part of the United States' Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And what does that mean? It means that Haiti has oil, and the United States basically controls that oil so wouldn't it be something if the russians decided to stage a coup in haiti and take over the united States' strategic petroleum reserve that would put biden in a bind wouldn't it that's what's going on over there and so american troops have been positioned there i saw it about two weeks ago on social media where u.s troops were going into haiti Uh, I haven't seen anything else since those few videos. But now, according to Zero Hedge, and, and according to NBC, the U.S. is, well, they're trying to stabilize the security situation in Haiti. And what they intend to do is create lily pad locations. In other words, they expect a massive influx of Haitian migrants. And where do they intend to store those migrants why? none other than Guantanamo Bay, so that they can process the migrants before they fly them into the United States. So wouldn't that explain the massive building that's been going on in Guantanamo Bay? That would also explain the rumors of why a whole bunch of events that were supposed to take place in Guantanamo Ge- <laughs> Guantanamo, Ge- Guantanamo Bay were suddenly canceled. Wouldn't that explain all of that because they in they anticipate an influx of individuals probably from Haiti once they do something down there to go there and then be flown into the US. This is once again that that little nugget that we can't really figure out why are they trying to depopulate the southern hemisphere? And that goes for Africa South America, Central America, why does the elite want to depopulate the Southern Hemisphere? I don't know the answer to that. I really don't. I have my suspicions. But I think overall, there is something to that story. And the more I think about it, which I have thought about it, it possibly has to do with finding ancient technology finding ancient ruins uh, finding some sort of group that could potentially be coming from Antarctica or beyond the ice wall if you go down that road I don't know about that one but uh, you know you can you can go beyond the ice wall and find other lands that Admiral Byrd found or whatever so possibly some of that that's the only thing that really kind of makes sense and also you're trying to reinstitute a, class, a caste society in the West, too. Because think about this, too. You've got all of the middle class that had to be mandated to take all of these gene therapy prophylactics, right? If you work somewhere, then all oh, your company mandated you and you had to take it to keep your job. But all of these migrants that come from the Southern Hemisphere, they don't have to deal with that. They can come over and not worry about getting injected. So what are they trying to do, potentially? They're trying to hollow out the middle class. So you have an elite class and you have a worker class, and that's it. And that working class, being that they're illegal, do not share the same rights as a normal citizen of the country that they're in. So that could also be something that would take place by 2030. Okay, so 18 minutes in. I'll share with you a spooky story. And I'll post this. This will be a quick snippet. If you go to Instagram, I will post this tomorrow. Uh, I took a picture back in 2001-ish, 2002-ish. Uh, so 20 years ago. And it, it was in a park and I didn't really I didn't really intend to do this, but it was a nice photo it was of a stream and a little bridge across the stream. And uh, very nice, framed it with two trees on either side. Oh, I'm being so photogenic. I'm not being photogenic, but I'm creating a photogenic image. So, oh, gosh, this is beautiful. So I used it as my wallpaper on my computer. And once I did, I found in the bottom right corner, and I'll, like I said, I'll post this. You can go fishing for it. I don't know, a little gnome-like creature holding on to what appears to be dousing rods. So if you go dousing for water, you hold two metal rods in your hand, and they they you, you can find water if they move in a certain direction. You can read people's auras or electromagnetic frequency with dousing rods, too. They split once you get closer to somebody's uh, emitting frequency. So, I found this guy, and I had no idea I took this picture. It was not my intention. So, I flipped on all the lights, because it was like 1 a.m., and I went, holy cow, I can't believe I caught this, this image. This is crazy. Now, the funny thing about it is that in this image, it doesn't look corporeal. It looks like you can see right through it. It looks like you can put your hand right through it, and... There are people of older generations, mostly of probably, if you're listening to me, your parents' generation. So uh, I would assume people between 60-ish to about 80-ish, they swear on everything that what that image is is uh, an owl. And, and I look at it and I go, there's no way that's an owl. They uh, oh, but look at it. It's got a beak and everything. No, it really doesn't have a beak. It almost looks like Dobby, if anything. But if you get people that are more aware of energetic and esoteric concepts, they immediately say it's a gnome. And that doesn't have to rely on age. Uh, the older people don't see from the old world you know they don't see an owl they see a little spirit they see a little forest gnome uh, younger people that have an energetic background uh, and and they're aware of these kinds of beings they see a little gnome type person so I'll post that but this uh, spooky story that I had was I when I moved to Arizona and I moved into a house, Uh, And that house was... Basically, I shared a house with two other people, and those two other people were gone 90% of the time. One person was a snowbird, and she was basically gone in Arizona. She was gone from March to November. So she's out there. She's done. She's off somewhere cooler. And the other person uh, was a, uh, in traveling sales, so, I mean, she was gone four to five days a week anyway, so I basically had the house to myself, and, you know, fully furnished, wasn't doing, doing too bad, uh, for being a nobody, so, I was in there one time, I'm in the kitchen, and the kitchen, basically, you look down, and, and it went through a hallway, into a T section and if you moved if you if you went to the end of this hallway and you went left was the master bedroom if you went right was another bedroom. So I was sitting there, I was eating, cooking, whatever else. And all of a sudden, you know you feel these umpa lumpa vibes, right? You feel these two things, these two eyes penetrating you. And I I look over my shoulder and I don't see anything, and so I was like, okay, I've been down this road before uh, where I've run across crazy, icky things on uh, the spiritual level, so I went, okay, the, the worst thing you can do is really kind of acknowledge it and give it any more energy than it already has, because if this thing is in there, then it means that somebody probably placed it in there or it came along with somebody else. If you can think of a homunculus or a succubus, they follow people around, right? So, so I'm in there, and, and you know, I keep doing what I'm doing, and then all of a sudden I, I get to feel the eyes again. So at this time, I look straight down the hallway, and it almost, it almost looked like a, a, a mist, Uh, The best way I can explain it is when you wake up, right? You wake up and you you rub the coals out of your eyes, but you're still a little foggy. So imagine that fog, but just centralized at a point in a hallway. So it's almost like there's this one little spot in the hallway that's foggy, and the rest of it is crystal clear, like you're just looking at it normally. So all of a sudden, I, I get this image in my head... And it is this humanoid-type figure, very pallid, or, or very, very light pink flesh, uh, hunched over. So think of a golem-style ty- being from Lord of the Rings, not to be cliche about the whole thing, but that's kind of the image I got. And it was hunched over, and it, it had kind of gnarled teeth. They weren't fangs, but they were gnarled teeth. And the eyes of, these, of this thing was bloodshot and, and, and the ears were kind of ragged, you know, uh, so they kind of chopped up or whatever. And it noticed me and I noticed it. And then, like I said, this is all third eye stuff. So you have to really kind of be aware of your senses. So just because you don't physically see it, you can still be aware of it. So I went, oh boy, this is, this is kind of dumb so I I basically did some some energy stuff and I said forget about it That's, uh, I'm done I'm gonna finish up here I'm gonna go up to my room and that'll be it, so I go up to my room and and no joke, it was as as if somebody very faintly touched me. So if you know when somebody very very faintly brushes up against you, you know right by the back of your neck. Or, or right down uh, maybe, maybe your calf, just a very, very faint like on that. As I'm going upstairs, I start feeling those sensations all down my neck, all down my back. And I get into my room, I close the door. I, I've got some stones, I've got some crystals, so I kind of line the doorway with it and it kind of goes away. And then the next day, all sorts of things are moved around the kitchen and like stuff where you, you know, Oh, I'm going to put it here. I'm going to put it there, you know, stuff around the kitchen where you, you put it where it normally goes. So I'm like, okay, this, this thing has got to stop. So next night, same thing happens. I'm, I'm in the kitchen looking down the hallway. I sense this thing. So eventually I have to push it back into the owners of the house's room and if you know anything about stuff, you can kind of use copper wire to make sure this thing is, is placed in there, and you have to put certain symbols, you have to imagine certain symbols being placed on the door to make sure that, you know, it's, it's, it's going to stay in there. And you also have to kind of channel a higher energy, which you can do. Some priests call it exorcism, um, you know, if, you, if you're a born-again then or or uh or one of those kinds of denominations, and you say, Oh, Christ is working through me, and all this other stuff. So, same concept, just different perspectives. Uh, put it on the door. So eventually that that all stops. Then I close the door and, and that was it. That was it. The woman eventually comes back and opens up her door. No joke, the handle fell out of her door. The handle, she grabbed it. And this is a new house. This isn't like it was an it was an an older house. She grabbed it and the handle basically just fell apart in her hand. And apparently her room was all messed up, like clothes were strewn about and whatever. Now, it could have been the other person that snuck in there and had a romp, I don't know. But once I heard all of that, I was like no way. I am done. I have to find another place that's it for me (laughs) so but if you can imagine that kind of concept uh where where you're looking down the hallway you see fog but you 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 perceive you perceive this this hunched over like figure that's just watching you from down the hallway very very long sinewy arms Uh, human style legs but a hunched back very skinny uh, but the length of a human leg but but doesn't extend it upright so it's always kind of hunched over and just watching you from down the hall as you eat and kind of moving over into a different room to watch you further as you go into the living room so it's always there behind you very, very disturbing stuff. But once I once I put it back into that room, it all went away. Um, so th- th- that kind of thing is out there. That kind of thing is out there. You don't want to interact with that stuff if you're not prepared for it. Luckily, I was, and I had a, a, at least a general idea of what to do to at least make it go away. Um, but the other thing is, like I said, you don't want to mess with that kind of stuff because that stuff will cling to you. Um, I can tell you stories a very, very successful business owner, multi-millionaires, who are uh, born-again Christians. They've told me about stories where uh, local witches' covens have harassed them, uh, have cast spells on them. Uh, That'll be for another podcast. I'm already 30 minutes in. But this kind of thing is out there. They do this stuff, all of the Epstein stuff, all of the satanic ritualistic stuff. That, that's, that stuff is all real. That stuff all happens. Now, if you're going to ask me whether or not Lucifer and Satan is real— that's a jump ball because humans are creators so as long as human beings believe in something that belief will become truth and ultimately a semi pseudo reality so all of the people out there that say oh satan is real "Oh, lucifer is kind of but he wouldn't be real unless there was something fueling the existence thereof and that of course is the creator human being so all right that's going to be it for me it's a last call podcast 30 minutes on the dot i hope you enjoyed the spooky story i will post that picture the forest picture i told you about the little gnome there uh on instagram and if you follow me on twitter i'll probably post it there too uh truth social yeah what the hell i'll post it there as well so you can make fun of me you can do whatever you'd like but those are my experiences and i'm sure i can make fun of you Two, uh, at least I have the balls to talk about this kind of thing. So, as always, you can find me, like me, share me. Last Call Caravan on Truth Social, Instagram, and also uh, Twitter. And I'm on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. It looks as though, being that most of my listeners are on Spotify, I'm probably going to go 100% Spotify because you can just do more things with the platform. Uh, like posting more music, Uh, I can even, I think I can post actual videos through Spotify too. So it it just seems as though if I go 100% Spotify, I have access to all of those tools. If I'm not 100% Spotify, then I can't do those things. So it's just going to be the way things fall. So as always, you can find me and like me and do whatever. I've already gone through that spiel until tomorrow. And as I, I promise you two other podcasts this week. We're back to the four podcasts per week. So be on the lookout for those.